Welcome, welcome to another episode of Kitchen Table Talk with Jason. And guess who I'm joined by today? Calvin. Girl, Calvin. Wow, wow, my goodie. Hello, 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 my dear friends, my dear friend Al. I am well. And you? Good. How it's, are you there? It's, I'm, I'm fabulous with a capital F. <laughs> 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 it's been a while. What have you been up to? Hmm? Which rock have you been under? Slaughter Rock, I've, you know, been putting my, trying to put my life in order. And how's so that going? Coming slowly. Okay. Slowly but surely it's coming, so I can't complain. How about you? I know you haven't been living on a rock. Bitch, no. You know, I've been living loud, out, and proud, and this bitch has been jet-setting and going places, you know? <laughs> when they said bye, Felicia, they should have been saying bye, Jason, because this Jason is always saying goodbye, you know, heading from place to place. Yes. 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 That's how it ought to be. <laughs> I could not with myself. <laughs> but you know, on this episode, you know, we want to talk a little bit more, a little bit, not more, we just want to talk about or talk about a topic about, you know, is it okay to remain friends, you know, with your ex? So, Calvin, I know for you, you know, you still have, you know, some amicable relations, you know, with um, an ex of yours, your most recent. Um, so maybe either you can give me you know your opinion on this topic because obviously you would probably say yes it's okay um for me initially it wasn't um i suppose i was disappointed by the breakup and for me i was the thing is, for me, I just think once it's over, that's it. It's done, dusted, buried, whatever. But they were persistent in trying to be quote-unquote friends. But Calvin, which, from the, that, that, that person from the beginning was very persistent because you didn't want him from the beginning. You know? <laughs> and I, I, I can't imagine on God's, God's you know, green earth, why would somebody be chasing after you? You know, you know look at you. Yeah? Your, 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 your body can grease car wheel. Mm? Eily. Says, <laughs> says, says, the, 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 says the person who looks like a man. Uh, bitch, uh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come for me, honey. Don't come for me unless I said for you. I'm the same. When you're good, you're great, dear. When you're good, you're great. When you're good, you're great. Yes. When you're good, you're great. And a great in the common G, great in the capital G. Uh-uh. Right? <laughs> right? Wait, you're to somebody something else. No, bitch, I'm not. <laughs> Let's go. So, yeah, as you were saying. Yes. So, um... They, they they were persistent um in pursuing a relationship be, be it on a platonic level um and all of that but you know from the onset that that is not what they wanted but like i said for me my philosophy is if we were in a relationship i can't go back 
to being friends with you. I believe the the lines have been blurred, right? And emotions mm. will always be involved and all of these things. But he was persistent. And um, so eventually, I suppose, he, he, he broke me down because mm. uh, um, I was not up for it. I would give him the most despicable look. Um, I would just ignore him when he speaks and all of that. And he just remained persistent, constantly, constantly, constantly coming at me until I just like, all right, I can't do this anymore. And so, yes, we we have been friends. Um, you have remained friends. Yeah. Yeah, we have remained friends um, to I... the point where um, I... Yeah, to the point where we are, <laughs> we are friends and we can talk about, we can talk just about anything, which we do. Yeah, but I think also, I think, you know, usually I don't subscribe to that school of thought, you know, about, you know, remaining friends with your ex. Because as you said before, you know, once we're done, we're done. You know, you're ex for a reason. It means that, you know, ex means excommunicated. You know, yes. so, but, you know, sometimes, as you said, you know, there are special circumstances or situation where, but, you know, what I don't understand for you, because, you know, we, I often say there's special circumstances and situation, for example, if, you know, the breakup was amicable and, you know, it wasn't anything, any huge, you know, problem or any kind of deceit that, you know, or there's, there's no, there was no, not, not a hurtful or um, something that tra traumatic or dramatic that happened to kind of break the relationship apart. It's easier to remain friends, but girl, mm, no tea, no shade. We know that your that that relationship, you know, was a tumultuous one, and you know, you you ended it because yeah. you felt it it imperative. <laughs> you know, because this one this person was taking your love for granted. Um, and, girl, I suppose even at this point where it worked up to me, I would just cut them off. But it was, it was, and it is clear that, um, we weren't in a similar place in terms of our values and beliefs and all of that. And um, a friend said to me once that, you know, you know, um, the right person at the wrong time is still the wrong person. Mm, right? And that's so profound. Exactly. Right? And whether or not they were the right person, I suppose I'll never know. Um, but I guess I came into their life at the wrong time and all of that. Um, but the they thing were is... going through issues and... They were going to, through issues and stuff and, I mean, some of these things came out at the back end of it, know that we are friends and all of that. And the thing for me is that you cannot say that you are in a relationship with somebody, you, this person is your partner, and you cannot disclose 100% what you're going through. Yeah. Right? Or that the, the person ought to know that I'm going through these, these things and ought to pick up on it. And this is especially when a relationship is 
in its you know embryonic stages where we're still learning each other i mean the relationship was about six seven months so i was still getting to know you so i I cannot pick up on words and spoken you know that uh if i'm not saying this if i'm not saying that if i'm not doing this i'm not doing that then something must be happening i was still trying to get to know the person and like i said at the back end they were saying that you know i should have picked up on these things through words unspoken and i'm like i wouldn't have known this i haven't known you 10 20 years you know yeah so like i said a lot of these things came out after um, the breakup afterwards yeah you know, but that's that's how it always is. Should have, should have, would have, could have. You know, these things yeah. always come into play after the breakup. But then yeah. I think sooner or later, whatever whatever reason you broke up for, sooner or later, you know, it would have caught up to you. And it would have broke up, broken up anyway. But oftentimes, yeah. I also feel that sometimes, you know, breaking up is off is often the easy route. You know, for many of us, and especially as as you said, if we're in the embryonic stages of a relationship, and something happens that is just so traumatic and just so unforgivable, you know, we're like, okay, we sh- we we don't have nobody nobody had time to be putting up with you know somebody's you know bullcrap. Especially if you're just six months and you're like, okay, let's move on and and, and let's keep it pushing before we get any more serious or we get deeper into this. You know, you, it's mm-hmm. easier to cut ties but then yeah. it's easier to kind of um come together or come to a place of you know kind of consensus that where you can be friends when you know the relationship wasn't like two three four years or you haven't you know built anything together you haven't spent or yeah. invested that much time in the relationship so you can actually you know fathom having uh, a, a, a next, uh, you know, amicable, a platonic, you know, some kind or some form of platonic relationship. But I want yeah. to kind of comp, you know, make this a little bit more complex and say, what happens when you know you start dating again, you know, and then that person recognizes or realizes that you're still friends with this ex. How do you factor that in? You know, this is a whole different. This is a whole new different dynamic. Is it okay then? Um, well, this I suppose is where trust comes in. I don't know if um, if I'm talking to somebody a month and they are going to tell me that. Um, oh, you need to stop talking to your ex when I only know you a month. Then um, I don't know if I'll put much weight on that. You have clearly you have issues that you will have to go and deal with. But um, if it is a situation where you'd have seen me around my ex and for some reason you get the impression that hmm, should you two be left alone some t- something might happen, you discuss that, then, well, maybe I'll factor that into consideration. But um, you have to trust the person. If the person said nothing is happening and you have no reason to believe that nothing is happening between the two, then um, I suppose you can, whatever insecurities you're having, try to separate them and all of that because, I mean, it can fester and all of that. Mm. but what Another it, thing is, um, you put it on the table, you know, in the getting to know each other stage, is it okay for us to be talking to our exes? Um, and if it is that, then it's not problematic, then fine. If it's problematic, then how we get over that hurdle? Um, but, yeah, it it, 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 it is hard. 
it is hard i think um like i said especially for those persons for those of us who would have amicably end a relationship mm-hmm. and still want to remain friends and i think for anybody you know they're always suspicious of their partner and their exes still talking still communicating still whatever the point is and so like i said we have to ensure that those kink we get them all the way from day one from day one but were the shoe on the other feet or on the other foot rather you know, if you were to start talking to somebody and their ex is an integral part of their life, like their best friend, how would you feel? Would you still have the same opinion? Um, it depends. Um, if I would want, I wouldn't jump to conclusion from the onset. Uh, um, I would first want to be as in an environment or a setting to see how they interface with each other. You know, you have that love it there'll be kind of interaction and then you have that kind of generic interaction you know so i suppose you'd be looking out you know are they still touchy are they still giggles between those little subtle you'd have to look out for those subtleties that seems like too much work for me and that seems like too much work to be going through and too much stress to be going through to be wandering and looking and and playing detective for me period no period no. too close for comfort no you know and this goes back to you know um just recently you know i was talking to somebody and you know their ex was staying over you know their place and you know for me that was problematic you know because that was just a bit messy you know i'm like okay why are you still entertaining this person you know it's just yeah it's just messy it's yeah. just too messy it's just kind of especially you know it's, i mean yeah, it's okay to, you know, still be amicable and stuff like that. But in terms of, you know, you know, and having them, you know, in your space all the time and having, yeah. you know, that level of closeness, especially since they've seen your ecstasy face, you know, they have seen and had everything that, you know, I'm having or I'm about to have or consume. It's a little bit too close to comfort and it's just not, yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with trust. It doesn't have anything to do with, you know, um, being secure or being insecure or anything that I just have something to do with. It's just not, it just doesn't feel right. It's just not principle. Um, for me, the thing is, if two persons have been together for five, six years, and again, in our world, that's an eternity, then I think it it would be um, presumptuous of me to just say to them, oh, I need for you to drop your eggs and all of that. If it is that they, they had a good seven-year run, but, you know, things happen... And, um, and that's the love, thing too. You can't compete with that. But you can't compete with that. They grow out of love and all of that. Then, and they say we're you know we are now better off friends. Then I suppose I'm. Do you know? I'm do, okay with that. Do you know what? You can't compete with history. You know that's one thing that they will have that you won't have. History. They will have this connection, this bond. And if you're just trying to start and build something with somebody, and they're still so so connected with this person that they have this history with, and this person is such an integral. I mean, if this person is just like you know, a secondary or third, you know, um, or cherisher factor, 
you know, it's it's okay. It's nothing to be have yeah. issue with. But in a scenario, a situation where this they have history and they're still so close, you know, so connected. And that's yeah. the thing, you coming into the picture now, you don't have that history. You don't have yeah. that, you know, um, knowledge of this person. And this person is there, you know, possibly just, you know, just with their gaze. It's, it, it, it's yeah, it's, it's oh, enough but, to, but you know. Girl, but this is it. Do you allow that to die a natural death? Meaning that you let it clear out. You let them remain friends and all of that. I suppose at some point, um, they'll probably say, okay, you know, we have uh, moved on. I want to take this thing to the next level with my friend, my, my new partner. And I suppose this, us remaining friends uh, kind of, sort of, you know, hindering me from doing that. So let us... Um, communicate less or are you going to be, be like i need for you to end all communication with your ex and all that because i think if it is that you're going to compel somebody to do something that they they don't want to do or they don't see as why are you insecure about this thing I, they're just friend if you compel them to do doing that then it might can't yeah. cause some kind of factor in the relationship yeah. before it even Yeah, starts. but for me, it's not about compulsion because I wouldn't say anything. You know, it's just that I would, you know, as you said before, I would be observing and by my actions, you know, this person would see that I'm uncomfortable. And, mm -hmm. you know, that would mean that they don't have to, you know, end the friendship, but then they have to recognize that, you know, when we are, you know, having our us, us time, that if this person is always in the picture or always calling, you know, because some exes, yeah. as soon as one starts to move on, that's when they start to get clingy and needy, yeah. you know, and like, okay, <laughs> bitch, back up 50 feet, you know, because, yeah, yeah, now you're encroaching on my territory and on my time and not on my time. Yeah. No, and that's true. Well, in a case like that, if it is that we're going through a rough patch and the only friend you can lean on is your former fling or your former partner, then I might kind of have issues with that. Don't you have other best friends or another best friend as opposed to running to the, into the arms of your ex to be discussing our issues, you know? So that, of course, would, for me, be problematic. Um, but for me, the thing is, I refuse to allow anybody to believe that they have this advantage or at some point um, they're going to let me know that, listen, you were the one who did this. Or you were the one yes. That, no, I, I, I am not up for that. You see, when, when persons get the feeling that you need them more than how they need you, then they have the power. Mm. Or at least they feel they have the power. Right? Mm. So you going out and going out of your way, pleading and crying and begging them to please stop talking to them. Oh, bitch, nobody got time for that. Nobody got time you know, for that. You're giving them the power, like, okay. He wants me to stop talking to my ex. 
Oh, no, 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 no. There's, there's a tactful I, uh, way of doing this. I am not up for that. There's a tactful way of doing this. There are certain, certain things are better and more effective on set. You know, sometimes less is more. You know, especially when you're about to have sex. You know, less is more. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's a tactful way because sometimes just by your actions and by your body language, and if that person truly cares about you and truly sees that, you, you know, um, you're going somewhere, especially if I, if now to flip it back on us, you know, if we were the one in that position, you know, with, you know, having, you know, still being friends, you know, with an ex, um, if we see that new person, that this new connection is going somewhere, then we would, you know, slowly start to di disconnect, not detach ourselves, mm -hmm. but slowly start to kind of lessen the contact and the, the communication in certain contexts. Yeah. yeah so. And this is why I, I talk about them know it is for them really to say okay we are going to make this thing die a natural death we're not going to talk as often anymore and all of these things so you, you know you want to give persons the benefit benefit of the doubt to be like okay certain things we have to you know stop doing as often or not do um anymore um i know and understand that sometimes you know you kind of nudge somebody into something or sometimes you just have to grab them by the collar and let them know girl you know? Mm. <laughs> so but uh, again the, the in terms of you and your ex you know the topic that we're talking about you know it the the issue isn't so much those that, you know, the relationship ended on a sour note. Mm. You know, it is for those with where the 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 breakup is not black and white, but with the breakup come this area, the shade of gray, gray, gray area, it, yeah. Those is is those kind of breakup which we're talking about. We're talking about um no because you know those persons that it ended on a sour note they just want to end all ties all communications all contact block delete everything and hope to god they never see them again but it's for those persons um like i said because for me i speak to two of my exes Right, the third one, which was my very first partner, um, I couldn't care less whatever one. Oh, girl, that. girl, oh yeah, that 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 one, that one messed up once, and you were like, uh, -uh. <laughs> you 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 were like, mm 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 mm. <laughs> right, so I couldn't care less. The other two, you know, again. How do we get two more from? <laughs> You're sure, you're sure, you're sure you, you remember it correctly. Two more? Come where? <laughs> I, I, I'm not yet senile, thank God. Nor am I suffering from abuse, thank God. So, yes. Um, not all of us are rolling in the same boat, Jason. Girl, um, girl. <laughs> but, yeah, we are... Friends, I, I, I don't talk to them often because I have no intentions of going back. It's all about going forward, of course. Mm -hmm. 
we will check in on each other to see how we're doing and all of that. But for me, that's where it is. Um, maybe they will want something more and all of that. If they want something more, not, I'll entertain it because I'm not talking to anybody. But certainly, if and when I start talking to somebody else, then um, no, I, I won't be entertaining such conversations. Okay. I'm a one man burner. What? Okay, you know, like bitch. Okay, okay. Multiple men, you know, we, we, we're like those clones who have that, those um balls or whatever juggling. Um, a lot of us there, some of us out there who likes to juggle, right, Jason? Oh, I don't know so, anything about that, but honey, child, I know plenty of people, you know, who likes to juggle balls. But girl, yeah. on that note, you know, we just have to like sum up everything. Um, is it okay or not for you to still be friends with your ex? And what we have discussed is like, yes, in certain contexts or certain situations, yeah. it is okay. But then when there is that gray area, you know, when there is that, you know, history and there is still some sense of, you know, the breakup wasn't anything, it wasn't anything that traumatic that happened, but, you know, it was just like maybe the fire slowly burnt out and they decided to kind of, you know, part ways. I mean... Mm-hmm that presents some kind of issue but you know mm-hmm. it it doesn't totally kind of um um we're still we're, we're still we still have some partiality to that you know when it comes to remaining friends as long as you know as you know the new flame starts to to burn and grow they create naturally create some distance and you know out of respect for the new um relationship that's sparking Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and and that is it. Basically, it all depends on how the relationship ended. And like you said, um, we don't have issues with the ones that ended badly. Um, I suppose the only issue is that we hope that um, we can forgive each other and forget for those that ended badly. But it's for those that... Um, died at a natural death how we establish the boundaries mm-hmm. and on those the, relationships yes and on that note this has been another kitchen <laughs> another episode of kitchen table talk with jason <laughs> bye <laughs>